Good news. My new book is finally here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth, and you can order it now wherever books are sold. I wrote this book after the five-year span between 2016 and 2020 when I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked literally every area of my life, my health, relationships, money, career, social status, and even my very sense of self. And along the way, I really got to experience firsthand how dysfunctional our culture's relationship is to loss. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success and shackled with isolation and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and our evolution, not only as individuals, but also as a collective. So this book expands the conversation around loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we definitely cover those too, in order to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. So whether you're experiencing hardship now or know you have past hurts that are holding you back in certain ways and still need healing, this book is here to support you. It's also a great book to gift to clients, family members, friends, just other women in your world who are going through a challenging time. It will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. So within the loving pages of this book, you will have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. It was not a joy to live this journey, but it really was a joy to write it. And you can find it again wherever books are sold and the audio version of the book is available as well. If you would like some gifts to accompany you on your heartbreak journey, you can get those at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. Those are free. Whenever you order books, you can just send in your invoice or your receipt and we'll send you those accompanying gifts. Enjoy. Hello, women. Welcome to She Talks, a space for you to come home to your inner wisdom or your she. I'm Sarah Von Stover, a yoga and meditation teacher, best-selling author, and spiritual guide for women. I created this podcast because I wanted to offer Dharma Talks, or wisdom teachings as they're called in the Buddhist tradition, through the distinct lens and voice of the sacred feminine. Because I believe that when a woman gets still and quiet enough to hear the voice of the divine within her, she can finally download the guidance she needs to become the most magnificent expression of herself possible, and in turn, inspire others to do the same. Throughout both the first halves of November and December, I'm offering a special series here on the podcast called Dakini's Den. In Tibetan Buddhism, Dakinis are manifestations of awakening, appearing in a feminine form. And Dakinis Den was the name of the monthly class and Dharma talk I gave in this year's nine-month women's spiritual practice community, the She School, and its mastermind component, the She Leadership Circle. These talks were a favorite both for me and the women in the programs, and I'm going to share several excerpts with you here over the next month. I also created this series in honor of the opening of 
the latest evolution of the She School. This year, it will be a 12-month program called A Year of She, and this is the eighth year that I've been leading some version of this. A Year of She is for women who want to make their spiritual practice the foundation of their life in 2019. And its mastermind level, the She Leadership Circle, is for women who want to apply their spiritual insights to their careers for more impact, creativity, and service. Early registration with special gifts and discounts closes on November 16th, and then regular registration closes on December 13th. To learn more, head to ayearofshe.com. That's ayearofshe.com. And for now, welcome to Dakini's Den. Hello friends, I wanted to jump in for a moment to let you know that during this third episode of our Dakini's Den series, I'm doing something a little bit differently. I am inviting you to be a fly on the wall in my 2018 mastermind program, the She Leadership Circle. So last week I sat down with three amazing women from this year's program whom you'll meet shortly. And we spoke about the biggest obstacles they overcame in their careers this past year, wonderful opportunities they created as a result of investing in themselves, how the She Leadership Circle helped them get to where they are, and why they almost didn't join, but we're so glad they did. So whether or not you're interested in the She Leadership Circle, there's a lot for you in today's talk. It's for you if you want to allow your intuition to lead the way in your work, If you want to translate your spiritual insights into making a bigger impact in the world and serving in a broader way, and it's also for you if you keep saying, I want to put myself out there, but continue making excuses not to. And if you think that you might be interested in the She Leadership Circle, I am offering it for the second time in 2019, and it has limited space and is available by application only. There's a generous financial discount for women who join the She Leadership Circle by Friday, November 16th, and you can learn more and apply at ayearofshe.com. And now on to today's conversation. All right. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. And here we are today with three of the women who participated in the 2018 She Leadership Circle. We're we're here with Lotus and Amelia and Lori. We always start our calls with a personal check-in. So what I'd love is for each of you to share with our listeners where you are, where you live, uh, what kind of work you do in the world, and how you're doing today at the levels of body, heart, and mind. Why don't we start with Lori? Hi, Sarah. Uh, Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Um, I am physically located in Washington, D.C., which is, in fact, where I am today. And I often say that I wear three main hats in life, though I suspect all of us probably wear a couple million. Um, And one is that I run a program called Mindful Return that helps 
uh, new parents transition back to work after maternity and paternity leave in a calm and empowered way and helps employers to retain their new parent employees. Um, I am on on a 60% schedule at a law firm as a partner in healthcare practice at the law firm. And I have two wonderful redheaded boys who are five and seven years old. Um, and in terms of a check-in today, on the body level, I am tired. <laughs> I just got back from four days of work travel. And I think there's something qualitatively different about doing work travel over the weekend because then you don't end up having a weekend. And so um, I feel like I am happy to be home um, and I just, I need some rest. Um, the level of heart, I am um, overflowing. I had wonderful connections with new friends and old colleagues um, over the past couple of days on my work trips and um, am really connected to and happy to be back home with my family as well. And the level of mind is uh, I'm just regrouping. I'm catching up on things that I missed while I was gone and sort of um, getting back into a more regular routine for the next couple of weeks. Great. Thank you, Lori. And Lotus. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, I am calling in from Miami, where I currently live. I am a mother of three beautiful daughters, 20, 17, soon to be 20, and nine. Uh, my 17-year-old is um, multiple disabilities. I've been married next month for 20 years. And uh, starting since yesterday, I'm at... Um, I'm actually the tribe leader of um, Art and Studio, art, uh, art and Yoga Studio. I'm calling it Peace, Love, Art and Yoga. I am a yoga teacher working on my 500 hours with the She School in meditation with you, Sarah. I'm also a warrior goddess facilitator, and I'm also soon a yoga nidra daring to rest facilitator with Karen Brody. Checking in. Um, today, my body is actually feeling quite excited. You can hear it in my voice, I think. <laughs> I can actually feel the butterflies in my belly. I'm excited to be on this call, excited to move into my sacred space. I, we actually got the operational permit yesterday. So, yay. And uh, also excitement from fear, a little bit of fear of all of the unknown that's coming forward. It's been a while since I've been on the work field. So my heart is so humbly grateful for everything. I really am today feeling the love for all. And it's, it's actually smiling. So, And my mind is, wow, going 100 miles right now with a very, very long list of what I need to do to get started. But, um, but it's okay. It's only reminding me that I need to breathe more often take mini step backs and just slow down a bit. And this is where I am today. Thank you, Lotus. And Amelia, welcome. Hi there. My name is Amelia. Thanks for having me, Sarah. And I'm calling from Denver, where I live. I am a neurologist, a general neurologist in private practice on the south side of town. And I'm also a yoga therapist and yoga teacher 
in the midst of trying to figure out how to roll all those up into one job. <laughs> uh, mother of three. And today I'm pretty tired. My youngest has insulin-dependent diabetes and her sugars have been crazy for two days. So I'm exhausted and even, she even more so. <laughs> so a little sad about all that, but, but uh, you know, we'll get through. Got lots of tools for that. And that's kind of where I'm at today. All right, thanks. So let's start back to the beginning, to when you decided to join the She Leadership Circle, whether it was in January, and I don't know, can't remember when each of you joined, some in January, maybe some before that. Why did you join the She Leadership Circle? And why don't we start with Lori? Mm. Well, for me, it was not so much the decision to join the she leadership circle was easy after i had already made the decision to come and work with you one-on-one -on -one, sarah <laughs> but that was the hard decision for me right. i think taking the risk of applying to work with you and you know facing potential rejection and all of the the terror that comes up when you put yourself out there um to someone who i admired and respected and whose work i really um trusted uh so i think for me, once we spent a day together and I saw just how incredibly transformational our work was, it made me say, well, yes, of course I want to continue that. And I want to, you know, take the work that we had started to do to the next level. Um, so I wanted some ongoing accountability and more opportunity to work with you, Sarah, so that the decision to join the circle was easy after I took the plunge and and trusted my decision to apply to do some coaching with you first. Awesome. And just for women listening, Lori's referring to the She Leadership Intensive, which is a day-long day coaching intensive that I do around career. And Lori flew out from D.C. to, to Colorado to, to do that with me. So, yeah, that's, that's a big deal. <laughs> mm -hmm. Great. Thanks, Lori. And... How about you, Lotus? Um, trying to think. I, you know, I'm going to go a little bit further since this is like brand new project for me about five, six years ago. I, I just woke up to the realization that I was burned out, borderline depressed and suffering from, I would call identity crisis. And that's how yoga helped me with a lot of self-empowering online courses and with all the help, I knew somehow that I needed to create something to share because somewhere I had this mindset that loving others meant depleting my own needs and my own wants. And last year, I think it was around summer, I decided to create a company. I had the name and I registered it. I had no idea what was I going to do. I just knew I needed a sacred space where my 17-year-old, my uh, multiple disability daughter, she found her niche through arts, and I'm basically her main caregiver. So it needed to be a space where she could create and I could express myself. And in November, I think, November 2017, you just happened to pop up magically on my screen. <laughs> I, I swear, I think I Googled she, because that's what came up. And, and you popped up and I just, and you popped up as a Thailand. So for me, it was Thailand. <laughs> and, and I just signed up that night. 
I, I, for me, it was, it was the answer to the question on how to get my sacred space going and get myself ready to lead it. So Thailand was to get myself ready to lead it. And I think the next day I saw your she school in the leadership program. So I'm like, okay, this is it. This is my answer. And I just jumped and did it. So this is my story. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Yeah, and you're referring to the, the Thailand retreat was the Shi Yoga and Meditation Teacher Training. Yes. Yeah. I'll see you at again in a few weeks. Yes, anytime. Yeah. I know the way now. I got lost in Thailand, so now I know my way. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Great. And uh, Amelia, how about you? You know, my story is similar to Lori's. I had done the one-day intensive with you, which really catalyzed the process of figuring out how to integrate yoga uh, into neurology. And I wanted support for that process. Um, I feel like sometimes I get super excited about some new project and then, it, you know, day to day, those actions just don't change. And, you know, a year goes by and you've done nothing about it. And I really didn't want that to happen. I really wanted some support and accountability that that appealed to me as well. So I think initially, it was sort of more of a professional decision that I want to take my career this direction. I want to figure out how to integrate some alternative stuff into allopathic medicine and also, you know, bring allopathic medicine into yoga. I think it's, it goes both ways. And um, just wanted some support for making that happen and direction about what that looks like. What are my options? What are other people doing? Some resources to help me figure out, you know, sort of what the options would be. And then I could figure out my own path. Great. And Amelia, what, um, what almost stopped you from joining? If anything, um, there was something that money. That. Yeah. Yeah, partly money. I mean, it's a commitment of um, finances. It's a commitment of time, emotional energy. Um, it's also, uh, you know, saying to yourself, okay, I'm going to actually do this. I am going to jump off the beaten path here. <laughs> I am going to do stuff other doctors are not doing. And um, I'm going to really figure out how to make this happen. That's a little bit of a leap. Um, so I think all of those things put together were, were in the mix of, you know, slowing me down from wanting to do that. Right. How about you, Lori? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, just to echo what Amelia said, but there's a price tag, right? And that was definitely the first big obstacle to overcome was a bit of the shock of, oh, I'm spending this amount of money and I'm spending it on me. <laughs> um, and, you know, I have a, an incredibly supportive husband and we talk about these things and he was completely on board. And um, I had just finished up uh, a year long leadership program last year and was really at this point of, okay, well, what's next for me? And Beyond the financial commitment, I think the biggest fear was really the fear of being bigger, the fear of taking this program that I run, Mindful Return, to the next level of like having this deep-seated belief that it could help more working moms, that it could really help gender equality in the workplace, that it can do a lot, but, but 
sort of how to get past the idea that I was scared to make it bigger. Um, and if I committed to coming to work with you and joining the She Leadership course, then heck, I was um, jumping off the deep end uh, in, a, in a way. Um, but I think what really ultimately changed my mind was something that you said when I first talked to you, Sarah, which was, in order to get a different result, you have to take a different action. And for me, jumping on a plane and going to meet with you and then joining the She Leadership Circle was a completely different action than what I had taken previously with respect to my business. And um, I saw different results. So it, it was a big leap, but um, definitely worth it. Great, thanks, Lori. And how about you, uh, Lotus? Yes, a bit, um, it's a bit of a mix from my, same thing, the money for sure. I think the first thing was like, oh my goodness, because I had no idea who you were, Sarah. <laughs> so like, here I am investing so much into someone that I have no idea who she is, because it was, I'm invested into the 500 hour teacher training. I'm going to Thailand. I'm spending nine months with her as my mentor. Um, thank goodness that my husband was fully supportive and to go even further, the, the, this trip to Thailand was my first ever in 20 years time alone without my family, without my kids. So everything about this whole last year was like, wow, a big, a big jump for me. So definitely the fact that I'm investing so much in me, this meant that I needed to really show up for myself and eventually make this happen and I mean I, I got to know you what really kept me going was I, I bought your two books so I got to know you through your stories your writings um, and a lot of your you know what you shared especially with the, the way of the happy woman so I journaled a lot got to do myself um, but yeah uh, it, it was quite a big leap for me so a few times I, I almost bailed out up to the point to the day we, I arrived in Thailand where I got lost. I almost took a flight back home that same day. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a journey. And Lotus, what were your favorite parts of being in the She Leadership Circle? Like, was there anything that you found unique about this program versus um, joining some other mastermind or leadership program? Yeah, the um, first, I really, really enjoyed the fact that I could take a side every month a couple of hours to myself and it became a ritual. So I started looking forward to locking my door like I just did right now, shutting the world out and investing in me with like-minded women into something that I'm willing to create and put into. That really was special for me. Um, I really love the idea of a virtual circle with other women that inspired me a lot. Now I'm giving women circle and I'm creating a women and um, daughter, mother and daughter circles. Um, your library of resources and your speakers are amazing, Sarah. And of course, your, your personal wisdom, because you base so much on your own personal life experiences. That, that really got me going, allowed me to connect more with you in that way. But I think the most important part that I really took with me is that 
I was never really told what to do, but mostly you sort of took my hand and showed me the way to find the answer through my own self. So it's like I, I found the true definition of what empowerment, empowerment, true empowerment means. So I was shown how to find my own way back to myself, my own truth, my own empowerment, how to trust myself again and stay connected to it. I think that's what really means, meant, you know, that special, I don't know, golden nugget that I came out with. Right. Thank you, Lotus. And how about you, Lori? Mm, there are so many things about the program that I really loved. Um, and just a few, I think, are, you know, your monthly talks and connection with us. I always felt like your Dharma talks and wisdom were always directly on point with what I needed in my life at that moment. Um, I think your book selections were excellent and had had someone not quote unquote assigned me a book per month, I would not have read those books. <laughs> um, and so it was nice to be held accountable and um, to be challenged to read things that were outside of my normal uh, library of, of reading material. And that really sort of expanded my mind and the way that I think about the world was really wonderful. Um, I think the opportunity to have you guide us through a project over the course of that nine month period was really fantastic um, because you were, you were there one-on-one -on -one for us from the beginning to the end. And then the last thing that I'll highlight, which is something we did at the end of the program, was the creation day, which for me really helped gel all the ideas of the project that I was working on and catalyze completing the project. And I guess just for those listening, it was you know, a several hour stretch of time where we came together to hold one another accountable to actually sit and work on the thing that we were, um, were working on as a project. And I, I really valued the opportunity to be held accountable in that way as well. Awesome. Thanks, Lori. And how about you, Amelia? Well, I would second the support for Creation Day. That was amazing, a really fantastically productive way to work. I liked that. And then the other aspect of the program that meant a lot to me were the guest interviews. Um, I really was surprised at the breadth and depth of this field, that there are so many people doing online courses, um, you know, things related to personal growth or yoga or women's issues. And I don't think I would have found those people on my own. I loved all of those guest teacher interviews. I listened to some of them multiple times, went to their websites, launched into all their other work. So for me, it was sort of an introduction to this world that I didn't know was out there. You know, a bunch of other people who have interests similar to mine and want to do work similar to what I want to do. So, um, that really um, was something I don't think I could have found on my own. So I appreciated that aspect quite a bit. Hmm. And Amelia, what do you have in your life now that you didn't have before you started the She Leadership Circle? Like what's different now? <laughs> well, Sarah, you probably already know the answer to this question because I've asked so many questions about this over the past year, but it's um, a better ability to listen to my intuition. Um, and, you know, I've, I have, I think when I started this process, I really did not understand that at all. I feel like I have spent my whole life doing what other people told me to do. That is absolutely what you do through 
medical school, residency, you know, in your career as a doctor, um, you know, you're not supposed to listen to your intuition. You're supposed to order tests and be logical and blah, blah, blah. So there has, I don't think my world had opened to that way of thinking until fairly recently. And it took me a long time um, to figure out which of the voices in my head was actually intuition. And I don't think I ever would have figured that out without Sarah's help. I've asked her so many questions over the past year. Is this intuition or is that, what is this? <laughs> so I think for me, understanding, you know, what would that small, still voice that, you know, you talk about that's often there first thing in the morning and, you know, how you kind of arrange your life in a way that you can be more receptive to that frequency um, was just transformative for me. I mean, I think everybody in my life feels like I am in a different place than I was a year ago. And part of it is because of that right there, just understanding that you can live your life based on your own ideas and intuitions about where you want it to go. And you don't have to do what everybody else wants you to do, no matter what career you're in. You know, you can, there's still a role for intuition, even in healing, even in the work I do every day with people. I have gut level impressions. I have intuitions about what's going on with people. And it is absolutely fine and good to bring that into my work, as well as using that as a guide for how I live my life. So I feel like that is, for me, that's the biggest thing that I have now that I didn't have then. And it just makes for so much more quality of life. I mean, it's just, you know, your inner and outer worlds are more aligned. And um, that's been a huge tool for me to learn. So that's my I'm favorite so part. happy to hear this, Amelia. <laughs> yeah, great work. <laughs> great work. Yay. Thank you. And how about you, Lotus? What do you have in your life now that you didn't have before you started this program? Well, I'm actually, I'm a business owner, Sarah. I own an art and yoga studio. I'm the tribe leader of peace, love, art, yoga. Already there. I've, I had an idea. I conceptualized it, dreamt. We put it together. And it's actually opening its doors soon. So, yes, with it comes a little bit more fears, doubts. And I know that I will make mistakes. But... One more important thing that I definitely know is that I, same thing, this intuition. I know today that it has nothing to do, this journey has nothing to do with whether I'm good enough or not. It's all about doing the work, staying connected to, the, to source and let that guide me. So today I understand that by staying in the listening and trusting my inner voice, uh, I know that I will stay true to the work that I came here to do. So whatever it is, whatever the future holds, this is it. This is the work for me. And this is the message that I actually want to share within my sacred space. It's empowering people in understanding that they are the person that they're looking for. The answer is within them. So a big thank you to you for that part, Sarah, really. Mm, you're welcome. Thanks. Thank you for sharing that. I'm so happy that, that this is where you all are now because it's, I mean, that's my intention and yeah. it's, it's great when that actually gets translated into other people's experience. Lori, how about, how about you? Um, there are, I guess, three things that I can think of that I have in my life now that I didn't previously. One is physical, tangible, concrete, type A put on the list. And then the other two are, 
um, much more mental and emotional and spiritual. So the first one is I have a retreat in the books. Like I've now led a retreat of alumni of my mindful return program. And that feels really good. It was not the project I came in setting out to complete in working with you, but in trusting my intuition, as we've been talking about, that's exactly what I wound up wanting to do. And now I've done it and I feel giddy and excited to do another and another and just um, feel like I can connect with the women I work with in a really new and powerful way. Um, second is I have a definite increase in the ability to trust myself and to trust the guidance of the universe. And um, this trusting and intuition, I think obviously you've heard this as a theme throughout, but um, it is probably the thing that you are the most powerful at helping guide us uh, through, Sarah. And then the third thing that I have now is really an ability to see my own limiting beliefs and the things that have held me back um, in my business and life in general without judgment really, but bringing um, an ability to bring a sense of curiosity to the things that might have limited me that now give me a chance to see new possibilities with my business and how it might grow and in my life, et cetera, that I, I previously just was sort of blind to. Right. Just kind of running a program, an mm -hmm. automatic program. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Thanks for that, Lori. Yeah. And that's one of the, that's also one of the things that I really wanted to bring into the leadership circle was looking at those limiting beliefs because I never got that training in my own business mentoring or leadership mentoring. And it's something that I've had to delve into on my own. And I found that that was one of the biggest things holding me back was these subconscious mm -hmm. beliefs that I have around money or power or my, my own worth what I'm capable mm -hmm. of. So yeah, I'm really glad that you're able to see, to see some of those. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Lori, on that path of just creating those things, realizing those things that you didn't have in your life before, what, what would you say was like the biggest obstacle or limitation that you faced? Mm. Um. I think it really gets back to what I was saying a minute ago about those limiting beliefs. Um, and perhaps the perfect example of that is the project that I came in with to work on with you was, um, you know, a licensing program and I had this plan and um, I was sort of on the automatic Lori stereotypical me uh, research, do something, you know, um, tangible and formula based and I could figure this out and, check out the laws and whatever. Um, and really the challenge was listening to what I myself really wanted to create and the values that I held within my business and letting those guide me as opposed to just doing what I knew I could do next by checking the next box, really. Um, and so it, it required a shift because in some sense, like you fall into no man's land at some point. Oh, well, if, if I'm not going to just do the next thing that's in the next box because it's easy, or that that's what I think I should do, then, then what, right? And I think um, there was a, that period of really being unsettled and not knowing what was next, which I struggle with. Um, but you helped reassure me and probably the others in, in the group that we could figure out, 
listening to ourselves and figure out what it was that we wanted to, to create. And um, for me, developing this retreat was a much more impactful experience than what my original plan would have led to. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful to watch you just <clears throat> change course and to do it mm. so elegantly and and to really find that passion because there was so much passion in that retreat and both in the planning of it and now on the other side of it. So it's, it's clearly like your yes. You found that inner yes. It was, it was an obstacle worth facing and, and finding my way through. Yeah. Right. How about you, Amelia? What was your biggest obstacle that you faced? You know, I think um, figuring out how to spend my time, shifting priorities. Um, we all, of course, get into habits about how we, how we live, and it takes some um, visioning and emotional energy, real conscious thought and planning to, you know, move the needle <laughs> on things to say, all right. I am not going to spend all day Sunday doing whatever my kids want to do all day long. I'm going to say, all right, I'm doing this until noon. If you need me after that, we can do that. But in the morning, I'm working on my website, or I'm going to start creating my online course, or I want to revise my workshop. And that's what I'm going to be doing. You know, that's hard to do things differently for me anyway it was, it was hard to literally choose to spend my time differently and it's not like my kids aren't a priority they're huge priorities so it's not like I'm saying I'm not going to watch tv and I'm going to work instead that's not what I mean I mean I have to like shift my attention away from things I really care about in order to do other things I also really care about um so I think for me that's the hardest thing juggling and shifting priorities and um, you know, and the truth is, they're totally cool with it. They're like, oh, let's do some yoga, mom. You, you know, I was like, wow, okay, I didn't expect that. <laughs> they're joining me on my path. Oh, my gosh, instead of me always doing what they want to do. So, the, but in the beginning phases of that, shifting stuff is, is hard, you know, shifting your attention, how you, how you spend your time. Great. Good for you. And how about you, Lotus? Yeah, I'm a bit like Amelia, definitely the time scheduling between family and and then work and definitely my limited beliefs because I have this mindset that it's never good enough or I'm never good enough and the guilt the guilt because here I am almost 18 years being a housewife like a homemaker and now oh my gosh I'm not there 100 200 percent for them and taking time for myself and how am I going to juggle this? It's still a big fear. And I think your voice keeps coming through, saying, keep it simple. I think one of our calls, Sarah, where I, I had this thing with scheduling, like scheduling my, my time in the studio. And it's, again, playing with what I want to be, what makes me happy versus what I'm thinking I should be, what the studio should be, what people expect from me. That's been a big mind shift. It's still a lot of work, but I'm definitely getting more comfortable with the idea of this new way of getting into the world and getting back into the quote unquote business world and maybe setting a new way of working in my community. Because I mean, in Miami, studios are open 7 a.m. to 7, 9 p.m. 
I can't do that. I have kids. I have one that has special needs. So um, it's, it's been a big, a big shift for me. And that one, that one is a big, it's been a big obstacle in that sense. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited now. I'm excited to put somewhere. I think we've spoken together, right, about the, the website, adding this in a, I value my time. This is part of the way we do business here, maybe for a 7 p.m. class, if I need a minimum in order to open it. And so looking forward to applying a lot of these new ideas. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Being upfront about your values yes. as a way of teaching others, like teaching through demonstration. There's another way to live that's different from the status quo and yes. sharing why that's important. Yes, it is important because one of my biggest issues, I mean, is I've had this, again, another mindset that I sort of am not free because I have obligations towards my home. And being a caregiver of someone that has special needs makes it even stronger and deeper. So I was afraid that here I go in and into this new journey and then I become some sort of a quote unquote slave of this new business. So it's finding that in between that balance and putting in what is valuable to you and definitely doing business around that. Yes. Right. <laughs> and Lotus, what would you tell women you know, women who are listening to this are likely considering joining the next round of the She Leadership Circle. What would you tell them? You know, if they're on the fence, should I or shouldn't I? I will tell them to, I mean, if this is the question they're having, truthfully, close your eyes, bring yourself into a deep, calming state, bring one hand on your heart, one hand on your womb, and just listen. Because you already know if you need to join or not. And I'm probably sure that the big yes that I heard, you will probably hear it too. And if it's screaming as loud as it did for me, they just, just jump in sister and just join the movement, really. No more doubts, this is our time. Thank you, Lotus. And how about you, Amelia? Oh, just do it. I'm, I'm going with the Nike ad here, just do it. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, that you put in, you know, one bit of something and you get a hundred bits back out of this program. So, and, you know, as a result of doing this, I get to have the coolest job on earth, I think. And I love what I do all day long, every day. And, um, you know, anything that moves you closer to really loving every minute of your life is worth it. Great. And how about you, Lori? Mm. I feel like if you're on the fence because you're not ready to commit to doing work and to being still and to being open to something brand new, then maybe wait, maybe you're not ready. But if you're on the fence because you're ready to commit to doing the work, but you're scared and you're terrified and you don't, think that you're going to be able to do it, then I say push through that fear, show up with the fear, um, draw on the deep well of courage that I know you have and go for it. Um, I'd say if you show up and you listen fully to Sarah and you engage in the work together and you 
read the materials, you'll be blown away um, for yourself. You won't regret the experience um, if you commit to it and push through that fear. Thanks, Lori. And I'd love for us to close now by sharing, you know, what's next for you? Like, Lori, what's possible for you now on the other side of the She Leadership Circle, on the other side of overcoming those obstacles? Who are you as you're walking into 2019? Mm, what's possible is like everything, anything. <laughs> um, I, I see possibilities in so much more like fast sequence now, right? Like I can connect dots and and see things that could evolve and happen in a way that I just previously couldn't. So, you know, yesterday I found myself in Ottawa, Canada at a round table talking about women's leadership with Marilyn Houston, who's the CEO of Lockheed Martin and Beverly McLaughlin, who's the first ever chief justice of the Canadian Supreme Court. Like I don't, that kind of stuff wasn't really happening before. <laughs> so I really have this deep seated belief that anything is possible. Um, I'm launching a new program in January uh, for, moms uh, with, with special needs children and sort of like how to balance career and special needs parenthood um, that, you know, I had the courage to team up with a mom who has special needs twins to put this out into the world. And so um, I really just see Mindful Return, my com company continuing to grow and expand and my own ability to show up and be courageous and uh, introduce the parent, the working parent voice to conversations where it needs to be. Uh, to be something that I continue doing in 2019. So I feel a lot more brave and courageous now. Thank you, Sarah. Mm, you're welcome. Thank you. Lotus, how about you? What's, what's possible for you now? Um, same thing. I feel like anything is possible. I'm open to anything. Um, I think I should join your group, Lori. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Send you the info, Yes, all of you guys actually. I'm my space is welcome to you. So this is my possibility because this is <laughs> this is my message. This is a sacred space where everyone that brings comes in just takes they take off their masks and just tap into their inner self, inner intuition, inner creativity. This is my way of reaching out to bring back balance into this planet that we so desperately need. Um, I want to plant seeds in a new generation. I have daughters. I feel like this is one of my definitely closest to my heart kind of a path. Women's circle is a biggie for me. As long as it makes me happy, it will be possible. As long as it's close to my heart, it's close to my path, and I stay true to my true voice and my true self, everything will be possible. And I am ready to learn to detach myself from any outcome. It's okay. If it doesn't work, something else will happen. That means that my course is just changing and my job is just going to take a different direction. So definitely I'm, I'm rooted like a tree and I'm ready to, to just take it in and give it as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And Amelia, how about you? Well, I feel like um, I'm in a position to help people manage neurological symptoms like neck pain, back pain, and headaches with a wide variety of tools. 
um, you know, both from allopathic medicine, yoga, meditation, Ayurveda, um, so that people really have a very, very large toolbox they can draw on um, when these problems come up for them. And, you know, most of us have back pain at one time or another. It's not too rare. So I think this is a really, it's an honor to help create this body of work um, and to be able to, you know, translate this into terms and actions that people can use in their daily lives. I really think it um, makes the world a better place to give people tools to manage this stuff on their own. Yeah, such a, such a needed service. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for taking the time to have this conversation with our larger community. And thank you to everyone who's listening. If you are interested in joining the next round of the She Leadership Circle, you can head to a yearofshe.com and you can read all about the She Leadership Circle. That's the mastermind level of a year of she. And on that page, you'll see a link to apply and you just fill out that application. And then from there, you'll meet and you'll have an interview with me. So we get to talk personally about where you are and where you're wanting to go. And we can see if you're a good fit for next year's circle. All right. Thanks, everyone. Lots of Thank love. You. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah. If you're inspired to live these teachings in your daily life, come on over and explore A Year of She at ayearofshe.com. This is a 365-day course with women's yoga classes, meditation, dharma talks, community, seasonal living, and so much more. We're a sisterhood that doesn't just talk about things, we actually practice. And this isn't about crystals and rituals, although we love those things too, but it's about genuinely working with your own energy because the real power isn't in things outside of you, however wonderful those things are. The real power is in you. And it's a rare woman who really lives that. Remember, registration is only open once a year, which is right now. And our 12-month journey starts on January 1st. It would be an honor to support you in stepping into your strength, feminine wisdom, and power in the year ahead. Until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support. Thank you so much for being part of our sisterhood.